figured a few months ago I was catching up with a friend of the show, Katie Asmith. She had a pretty big setback that she came back from, and she's currently running states today. And I figured, why not drop the episode today? Hopefully she has a great race, but I wanted to give the listeners some background as to what she went through to get to where she is right now. If we could just free ourselves of our perceived limitations and tap into our internal fire, the possibilities are endless. I'll tell you about it when it happened in the race, but to be honest with you, it happened even before the race. It happened in the training. A great cause. Oh, thank you. I just put it out, man, so you keep doing what you do, it, man. Keep inspiring. For all you kids out there, stay safe and stay strong. Hey everyone, it's the Training for Ultra podcast. Scott Jurek here. I was physically totally wrecked. I, I had nothing left. I figured I might as well move as quickly as possible towards the finish line if I was going to be moving towards it anyways. How do you even do that? I decided if I could, you know, finish a 50 miler, I could probably run across the country. 100 miles is not that far. I am into it. Okay. I really want to to feel the pain of running for a long time. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a time, I will say. So, so if you don't know that, I'm from Mammoth Lakes, California. So we have gotten ridiculous storm, snowfall this winter, as in 60 feet plus of snow. I, I can't even keep track anymore, but we're historic in all fronts. It's been the coldest, it's been the wettest, it's been the snowiest, it's been the all the records. So as you can imagine, it's been really tough to train in that um, and just generally all the shoveling and (laughs) trying to keep up with our lives on top of, you know, snow has been wild. Um, So, yeah, I will say that the parenting and then snow and winter and then working and training has all been been a lot. Like, it's been a lot, a lot. Um, We moved full time in August and we've been back and forth from Mammoth for like, I don't know, six years or so. Um, but we decided to pull the trigger and be here forever uh, last August. And <laughs> it was when it was like epic snowfall. And so, yeah, it's been it's been crazy. The kids have loved it because they're on ski team and playing hockey. And I mean, they're kind of thriving. They're, they're having a great time. Um, but it's a lot of coordinating on our side. And yeah, the kids are definitely wanting our every attention and um, you know, I'm trying to have the perspective that they, it won't last forever. Like they won't always want me to play with them. Um, but right now it's like, they always want me to play with them. How's your, um, but how's great. your slap it's, shot? How's your slap shot for like yeah. street hockey? Is it pretty good? Uh, um, you, you know, like- uh, I, we did. So one time it was like snowing really hard out and I mean, we just buckets of snow. Okay. And we can't keep up with it all in the snow plows not coming. And anyways, we had probably red the red days, like 12 or 15 red days when the kids just didn't go to school because of snow anyway. And, uh, so the kids decided to bring hockey indoors. <laughs> so I'm working and I come downstairs and they're playing hockey and we've already had one broken lamp and they come downstairs and Noah, my eight year old does a slap shot to my shin and it hurt like, I mean, I feel like I can deal with pain, but I mean, I was seeing stars. I was like, oh my God. And there was this huge, massive bruise 
on my shin. It hurts so bad. I was like, oh my God, these kids need to be outside. But it was like, there's so much snow. They can't even go outside. They'll just get swallowed up by the snow. Um, anyways, it's been a time. Being like super competitive, like checking your eight year old into the wall and, and breaking lamps and stuff. Um, anyways, uh, (laughs) so you're making excuses like 60 feet of snow. You can't run in that. Like, tell me more. And then we'll backtrack. We'll we'll catch up. Kind of like mountain legs, right? You're just like, boom, boom, boom. (laughs) 60 Um, feet of snow. So like, are you even able to walk in the snow or do you like, you can't even, it's like already above your head. Oh, oh, like way, 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 way. But I, like right now I'm sitting on the second floor of my house and I can't see out the windows. Like second it's unreal. Story? Second it's unreal. Story. I can't, it's unreal. So, um, you know, the roads are plowed. Now they're plowed. Um, there's been times where you can't get out of the house because they're not plowed, but um, now they're plowed. And so it's just been a journey. Um, you know, treadmill, um, when I am able to leave, I um, drive down to Bishop, which is not that far. It's only an hour away, but, um, you know, or like 50 minutes away. It depends on how bad the road conditions are. But I can't tell you the amount of times that I start driving and I'm like, all of the red flags are going off. This is not smart. This is not smart. I won't be able to come home. The roads will be closed. This is absolutely not smart. And I turn back around and treadmill just because it's just so it's been massive. So I'm hoping this, this is like a one and done <laughs> kind of a winter. Um, it's been pretty gnarly. Uh, but, you know, I get down to dirt when I can. I will say it's been hard to, I, when I when I say when I can, meaning like three to four times a week, like I go down all the time when I can, because it's the only way I can get on dirt. And I really like to run and I want to run on dirt. <laughs> and I want the vert. And I want like the technical stuff and yeah, I definitely felt that at Gorge where I wasn't getting enough technical train uh, getting into a uh, race <laughs> weekend. I was like, oh, God, this is going to be a challenge. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I did it. I've been, you know, able to stay fit. But, it's yeah, it's definitely been a lot. And I don't want to complain because, I mean, we love it here. We chose to live here. This is, like, our dream. But it's definitely – it doesn't – it goes without saying. Like, it's been it's been hard to train in for sure. And, um yeah, but you got you guys you know. moved there. You, you guys moved there, and now there's uh, record snowfall. I'm starting to make a connection. I don't know. I, you, you think you think we were a part of it? I do. Yeah, you know, yeah. like a butterfly flaps its wings and wherever. <laughs> like you guys probably are the cause here. Um, oh man! <laughs> so because I will just go so far off uh, track here. It's not even funny. Last time we talked, it was what five months ago. I had you co-host at one point, also. That was super um, fun. Let's take us back um, because I've been following along. I've, I feel like I've gone through the emotional roller coaster of everything <laughs> that's transpired. Also, uh, just like reading updates and, and behind the scenes stuff. But take us back. Uh, how did just real? Briefly, how did Western States go? And then, you know, walk walk the listener through the next month or two. Sure. So um, I went into Western States uh, feeling pretty confident. I mean, I had gotten fifth the year before and was wanting a PR and, you know, wanted to throw down. And uh, that wasn't what the day gave me. Um, about 15 miles into the race, I, like, 
rolled my ankle and it really hurt, but I just kept running and was more distracted by the fact I had too much salt and was just like <laughs> fluids coming out of all the orifice or, or orifices and just generally uh, miserable and unable to take in any calories for 60 miles. So that was quite the day. Um, I mean, it's Western States, so you give it your all. You like take every ounce of your soul onto that course. And um, I really, really care about that race. And I did that. I definitely destroyed myself out there. Um, and then fast forward like a week later, I tried, I went for a run. I probably ran like four times until it became very obvious that something was really wrong with my foot. Um, and it turns out I had a navicular fracture. So I... For all the non, uh, for all the non doctors and nurses out sure. there, um, what the hell's a vicular? A navicular bone. A navicular bones on your foot. <laughs> okay, um, sorry. Yeah, and it was interesting because it's not really a bone that you can break, like traumatically, really, because it's so small and just the placement of it. I mean, you can, but you know, that's more of like blunt force more than like while I'm running. It, it, it what we think happened was a stress fracture that. Um, and we don't know why I had had like a perfect DEXA scan the year before because I was a part of the Western States research study that checked my bone density scan and it was perfect. And I don't know, I've, I always pride myself on strong bones. And so that sucked um, to have a stress fracture. Um, so I will, I should just like say, so I also had a left hamstring tear, um, partial tear. So I think I didn't know at the time, of course, but I was going into Western States with a partial hamstring tear and a stress fracture. <laughs> and, That's ideal. That's know, ideal just, right there. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a day, but I think I was overcompensating because I knew there was something up with my hamstring, but I just like, you just push on as Western States anyway. And, uh, I think it was overcompensating and just using my right leg, um, you know, more because of the left hamstring and yeah, I just... I broke it. <laughs> so uh, fast forward at surgery and then, God, what was it? Uh, it was like 10 months of crutches slash, oh, sorry, 10 weeks. Oh my God. Of crutches or a scooter um, and a boot. And then after that, uh, I was able to start like kind of running the beginning of December, like one minute on, one minute off kind of a thing, but didn't start like consistently being able to run without walking um, until January. So uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot. I biked my way through that injury um, just on the stationary bike and tried to stay fit and eventually was able to graduate to the elliptical when I could stand on it. And yeah, it was, it was a time, but honestly, you know, like it was a crazy time. We were moving to Mammoth. <laughs> We also went to Alaska in that time. Um, there's lots happening. Uh, my mother-in-law passed away during that time. There's just, there's a lot going on in our lives. And um, so just kind of when it rains, it pours, I guess. But yeah, so got through that and then have been able to train for the last couple months, um, like I said, through the crazy winter. And uh, yeah, I mean, I really tried to change my mindset and to be, you know, professional in this. I am running for Saucony. I feel I'm enormously grateful that I have the opportunity to be able to represent a brand and to, you know, be able to run professionally. And so I try, I take this seriously. I want to do all the things right. And I changed my mindset a lot. Like I want to act and behave like a professional athlete, but it's really hard to do when you um, have all this other stuff happening in your life and, you know, spending hours in the car to get to the trailhead and that sort of thing. So uh, I did my best and 
I, you know, that's all we can do all, is do our best. It's all, so. it's all you can do. Yeah, that's for right. sure. I mean, right. the, the irony of your Western states, like being so focused on dehydration and not getting calories in, like, <laughs> I, I guess that's, it is what it is. I mean, starting off with the, the partially torn hamstring and stress fracture and everything else. So no, were you it's actually like we're all ticking time bombs. <laughs> when is the injury in gonna cast? pop up? <laughs> yeah. Were you in a cast? Uh like, no, I was in a boot. I was in an In a boot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In but, ten weeks for yeah, someone it was not that weight bearing. It was it was kinda like I was crawling around the house, because um, you couldn't bear weight. So how how do yeah. you do I mean that had to mentally um lift you up and get you prepared for afterwards like trying to get the kids ready for school or whatever's going on trying to do just your your day-to-day job and I, I can't even imagine how you got through all that all of that like tell me I mean, more about okay, how like, that's influenced like how's but Rob, how, like people have gone through way harder things in life you know, it's okay. I'm okay. I think to putting that perspective for me, it's all about perspective. I mean, I, my patients are homeless, don't have, have multiple comorbidities, cancer, uncontrolled diabetes, you know, heart failure, all these things. And they're homeless and they don't have any, it's like, you know, I'm doing okay. <laughs> like, I don't like, that's the I'm answer. I, that's a great answer. I like it. System. My husband's amazing. We, I love my kids. And it's, it's okay. You know? And I think, I think that's it. I think like, even when you feel like your life has so much going on, it's like, just open your horizons a little bit and just you're, you're okay. You're going to be okay. I mean, I have, it was just a fracture. I got through it. And honestly, now I'm like, I'm, I, I have that to lean on for the rest of my life. I think that gave me a lot of strength, right? Um, that now I'm, I mean, I really feel like I can do anything after I, so we can, we don't need to talk about Gorge if you don't want to, but I, I just raced this past weekend. And I'm, I'm I, waiting for it. I, I didn't want to spill the beans yet on all this. Not fun. <laughs> I could just like, oh my God, why did you keep running? You know, like you have this huge, like, you know, not even huge. It's just deep puncture just, wounds. I just look classic Katie. Like if you're not bleeding like, on the course, yeah, like I, I know <laughs> something's wrong. Like, I, that didn't even cross my mind to stop running, honestly. Um, it didn't even cross my mind. And I think I think something that Western states taught me, I mean, I guess this has been my whole running career now with the broken nose and all that. But I feel as if, um, I mean, I'm speaking to 2021 when I first got my golden ticket and I broke my nose and I shoved a tampon of it and it was this whole thing. And I feel like it starts back in your DNA when you're a kid, right? It's like, what have you been able to, you know, endure or like problem solve or push, like keep moving forward and continue to strive to be your best self on that day. And I don't think that it's something that I necessarily learned at Western States last year, because I feel like it's been ongoing, but I will say Western States. And then this past year has a new, um, outlook for sure about what my mind and body can handle. And, um, and it definitely takes teamwork. Um, I don't think I would have succeeded or been where I am right now 
you know, out of like, you know, in remission, I should say with my fracture, like I am healed now. I am, I feel, uh, you know, like the next, the next era, the next adventure, what's next kind of a thing. But, um, I don't know if I could have done that without my team around me. So yeah, I mean, it was hard, but it wasn't the hardest thing that can happen. Don't feel bad for Katie. Like she's on a little scooter. I'm fine. Has two little kids backpacks trying to Trying yeah. to get them to school. She's running late for her job. It's but fun. she has perspective, so don't even open the door for her. Like. Don't feel bad for me. I'm fine. I'm fine. I do think Sockety needs to maybe consider, like, I don't know, like like the Katie, like the red, red lace edition or, like, oh, some yeah. red trail running shoe. Um, okay, so Rob, joking, joking. Sorry. When I was first talking to Sockety, this was back. 2021 and like their only other trail person they have is Grayson Murphy and if you know Grayson Murphy she's like adorable and always put together and a total sweetheart and like and a freaking badass right super talented just not dirty and bloody essentially right (laughs) and I'm like are you are you sure the direction you want to go and they're like we want all of it we want you don't feel like you need to be anybody except you you know they were so great about it but I'm like okay I mean this is what you want this is what you get just keeping the reputation alive anyway I love it I I, that's why I enjoy talking to you um my god (laughs) Um, maybe we can talk exoskin into like red socks for you. I think red, yeah, I think you need some to, embrace yeah. some, some red somewhere Something. Uh, besides your skin. Like, um, I know I was getting a lot of messages. Like you can't shove a tampon up that puncture wound. Can you, or ooh, like maybe you should start wearing full body armor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Ha ha. I'm like, you know what, though? There was a lot. It was super technical. And there was a lot of rocks out there. And it was mossy and slippery and muddy. And, you know, I only nicked one. So, you know, if I if you only clip one little, one <laughs> yeah, tiny little rock one. and there's millions out there, you know, I think I did pretty good. So I, I mean, <laughs> are, are you accident prone? <laughs> I mean, I'm not are, in my normal life. Like, like if I mean, you're just, if you're, if you're like walking to the car and there's like a crack that's just like two inches, like, do you trip on those sometimes? I, I'm seriously, no, I'm just, I don't feel like I do. I'm being respectfully but, I mean, inquisitive. You know, it's funny. So back in the day when I was, I was an Irish dancer. I don't think I've ever told anybody that, but for Nine years when I was a kid, I did Irish dancing. So I was super into it. I mean, I went to nationals. I was like all about it. And so you would think that that would really help me in my agility on trails. Your footwork, yeah. You know, footwork. But then you start realizing, what if I didn't do that? Like, God, help me. (laughs) What if I didn't do that background? Oh, my gosh. Anyways, so, yeah. I That's can make fun funny. of myself, but you know what? Can it's, you send me a photo? I, I I might need to share the episode with a photo of that from uh-huh. like your nationals. Um, so you you exit twenty two, uh, like basically on wheels or in a cast or or just getting one, two runs in. Uh, it sounds like not ideal running conditions. How are you mentally? getting on the treadmill and in, in making this work. And then I want to hear about your first race and, and how that went. 
Sure. First, so, r- first race um, back. Yeah. My first race back. Yeah. So I, uh, it, I mean, I was ecstatic, right? I mean, I've never felt more gratitude to run than not being able to run for what, five months, four months. How long was it? Felt like eternity. Um, so when you're unable to take a step, right, it makes you realize how much <laughs> gratitude, really not taking any step for granted was my new motto. Um, and so I went into January going like, oh, hell yeah, like let out the bees. And I had been training this whole time. So it's not like I went from, you know, zero to, you know, whatever, 70 miles a week. It was, you know, I had been training consistently this whole time, but on the bike and the elliptical um, when I was able to stand. Um, so with two feet. Um, so I came into running in January going like, oh, let's go. Like I have way too cool on the calendar. I want to freaking rip, you know? And but lots of gratitude, lots of just perspective and knowing that this is temporary, you know, that the fact that our bodies are able to compete at this level and have this motivation, this time in my life is really special. And I want to keep it going for as long as I can and really love this sport. And I honestly feel this over fall when I was injured, I, I mean, I was so invested into every race, every live stream, um, you know, being really active with free trail and starting our rest day pod and with free trail and just being able to be involved with the community in a new way, because I really care about this sport and I know how hard it is and I know what people put into it and to like watch people throw down brings me so much joy. So when I was able to start running it, like definitely the fueled the fire for sure. And yeah, I, I did everything my coach told me to do essentially. There were some doubles that I wasn't able to fit in, but really trying to just do the according to plan. And I think it takes a little bit of irrational confidence maybe, or (laughs) ego, or just trust maybe in your coach uh, when your coach says you're ready to run um, and you're ready to race. And, you know, I trust that. Um, So, yeah, I go went into way too cool um, 50k. So that was the first race back, and it's a really competitive race. I well, didn't know have any idea if I was fit enough to do it. Um, I had run I think 20 miles, maybe once or maybe twice, um, at like an easy effort. So I didn't know how I was going to be able to respond, and um, I just really wanted to learn to trust my foot again with like a race effort. Um, but I talked to coach, my coach David Roach, and he was like listen, I want you to just enjoy this. If you feel great in the last like 15 miles and push, but let's not have this be the day you blow up. Like this needs to be a happy outcome. Let's celebrate all of what you went through and just make this a fun day. And it was exactly what happened. And honestly, I don't think I could have pushed from the gun. Um, my just, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't trust my fitness yet. And so that's exactly what I did. I just chatted with Leah Yingling, one of my friends, like from the beginning, uh, of running and we just chatted for like, I don't know, 17 miles to super chill. It felt like a long run. And then she took off and I was like, all right, go like, go, go, go close. And then I eventually came up behind her and <laughs> it was great. Um, so I, I feel Did as that if- same thing happened in States. I'm trying to remember uh, some, someone was on the left. Was that yeah. ye? That Were same thing happened at States. And that's funny. Leah passed me again. This one was not this time. I way too cool. It was like 
okay, Leah, like we, we had the same plan. Like you're going to, she's going to start her clothes. I mean, she's like the queen of closing and she was like, I'm going to start racing at this time. And I'm like, awesome, go for it. <laughs> I'm not trying to race you. I'm just trying to like have a great day out here. And, um, which is very not like me because I have this deep competitive fire. Uh, <laughs> but that day I didn't know. And it was exactly what I needed, but at, yeah, Western States, I, was definitely just surviving at that point. And, um, she passed me at mile 80 and, uh, it was like just after the river and, uh, she looked freaking phenomenal and then threw down, I think the second fastest time ever in that split. Um, That's right. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor was on the left. Okay. Yeah. 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 Don't want to relive that. That's it. So she (laughs) passed me. It was funny. Leah passed me running up to the river and I was like, go Leah, go. And then just like, she passes me and then I just vomit profusely. And then <laughs> we spend the rest of the race just like trying to hold on. And Leah's like, I kept waiting for you to come up behind me, you know? And I'm like, oh girl, I just, I was faking it till I made it. I was just surviving. So but, when um, you, when you pass Leah this, uh, yeah, this time, yeah. Uh, way too cool. I mean, walk me through a little bit more of what's no, taking I didn't place there. Her. Like, she passed me. Like we She were passed you again. Okay. Well, okay. No, like honestly, we were just running together. So Lee and okay. I were just literally running together, me and Leah okay. chatting about life, sponsorship, kids, all the things, the waterfalls, the fairies that are around us. It was gorgeous. I mean, it was like pouring rain. We were like in and out of streams, helping each other. It was a long run. It, that's how it felt. That's cool. And then, that's really cool. And then the plan, because we have the same, well, she is Megan Roach and I have Dave Roach. And the plan was for her to take off um, if she felt good. And I was like, I don't feel good yet. Like, I'm not ready to push for, like, I don't know if I can hold on for another, you know, 15 miles right now. Um, like at a race effort. So I'm going to wait a couple miles. So I waited maybe like two or three more miles before I was like, okay, I'm ready to rock. So what's going I, through your head there? What's going, what's for two or three miles that that's a long time to see Leah take off. I mean, were you yeah. happy for her? Were you questioning yourself? Like what's going through your head for those I, two or three miles? Great question. Um, I think if I hadn't had had the discussion with my coach prior to the race about the purpose of the race, it would have been a very different mindset. Um, because I went to the race really wanting to just have fun, be a part of it again, like remember how to race, you know, take down all the gel, like just have fun be a beginner again. I mean, I hadn't raced since Western States, you know? So I just needed that time to really thank my body, thank my team to celebrate. And so watching Leah take off was like, I kept saying like, Leah, go, like you need to go. Like we're just having an easy run. I mean, there were times that we were just like super chill and I was like, Leah, like you're supposed, you need to beat me at this race. Like, this is- <laughs> Leah. like she- but she was waiting for her, you know, instructions from her coach, like when she was supposed to push. Right. So, um, I mean, it was absolutely part of the plan. I was like screaming for her, go Leah, go, you know, freaking out. like, yeah, yeah. I root for her. She's I care about her. I want her to succeed. And I know she's been training hard all winter too. And, um, yeah, she's had a gnarly winter also. So yeah, she took off and I was like really proud of, and actually even had the thought, this is what being a veteran is. And okay. I'm going to say that with a grain of salt salt because people listening to this are like, you are not a veteran Katie, but in the sense of some of the runners out there that I'm competing against, I've been racing for longer than they have. And I have, more experience at races. Right. So I felt as if, okay, like this is the time you can take a breath and be like, ha ha, like, you know, 
how to respond to this, right? And so I use those three miles to kind of like prepare for the like racing for the next 10 miles. And you now that's what I needed. I wasn't sure it was like an uphill section. I, I, I just, I didn't know how much my juice my body had and that's called pacing, you know, it's called being smart. And, um, once I was like, okay, I'm ready, you know, maybe it was, I needed the gels to settle or kick in. And, um, yeah, I, I was able to then, you know, put in a really solid last 10 miles and I'm proud of that and ended super happy, but definitely did not drain the tank. Um, and that was the plan. It was just a stepping stone to the big goals for the rest of the year. So what, what place yeah. were you guys in back, back and forth there? For your long run uh, time? For a longer time, we were, uh, let's see. Um, so there were three girls ahead of us. Um, yeah, Christina Randrop, uh, Natalie Sandoval, and then Catherine Short. Catherine Short ended up winning. So we ended up passing Christina and Natalie. Um, you know, so I don't think Way Too Cool is as stacked as it has been in the past in the sense that we, like, ran super conservatively for the first half, and we were still able to, like, be fourth, fifth, you know? Um uh, a chill pace so. for 50k yeah at, at way too cools like dang because those shorter races i mean yeah you, you take it easy for three miles and you're in you're in d- okay maybe maybe 10th so, place 100%. sometimes so rob yes let's fast forward to gorge because it was a completely different race can i just ask you one question first <laughs> yes how enjoyable was it to eat food and run because you hadn't done that. I had done it on you, some long runs, but like for Western you know, States, though, I mean, oh you were. Gosh. I think you That's did right. it on one gel or something. I did sixty miles. I had not yeah sixty yeah. sixty hundred yeah. k on one gel. Um, so I know. Were you more thankful to be able to stomach stuff and like keep going and and have more normalcy to it, or did that not even enter your mind because no, that, felt that was like just routine. more normal. Yeah, yeah, it felt like normal. It felt like, aha, like almost this, take a deep breath and like, this is what I love. Like, this is what I'm good at. I know how to do this. This felt very familiar. You know, aid station turnarounds felt like, you know, routine. I've done this. I don't know. I mean, I haven't done it that big compared to some people, but I felt as if it was like back to my routine. Um, and there was something really grounding about that and familiar and just... Yeah, I, it felt really good. I should okay, one really one last good. one. One last one yeah. and we'll get to Gorge. Um, we're talking about running way too much, so I got to sidetrack us. Um, the aid station. Are you like a yeah. Zach Miller, like going in there just like able to pick out things and just throw it in your face? Or are you like real picky? Like tell me about you looking over an aid station or have okay. you done done this so much that you just handful of this because I feel slightly dehydrated? Like, tell me about okay. that. So, well, when I say I've done this so much, I've done this so much in the States, right? So I think when I go to CCC this year, I am going to be in a world of hurt because I don't know if I can handle, like, cheese and salami and, like, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, we'll find out. So... Yes. Uh, when I go to an aid station, I'm pretty like, I just grab my gels and fill up my bottles and I'm out of there. Um, when my crew's there, it's like, I don't even stop. I just grab the bottle and keep going. Um, just, you know, don't even change my gate. Uh, but so <laughs> this race, actually, it was really cold. So we didn't talk about it, but it was really cold. And I, I mean, my hands are frozen. 
And I'm like emotional. I mean, I'm such an emotional person and I was trying to feel it all. I wanted to be emotional because I was like, I want to enjoy every step of this. And I'm running to this aid station. I see Craig Thornley, who's the RD for Western States. And I'm like, oh my God, Craig, I'm so happy. (laughs) And I'm all emotional. I'm like going to start crying and then (laughs) go to the aid station. I can't open my my softies because my hands are so cold. So that aid station took me a while, but honestly, I'm kind of boring. I just like fill up my bottles and grab gels and I'm out of there. I don't really, I can't do the food. I mean, I'm looking at Marianne Hogan last at Western State. She has this like huge turkey sandwich or something. I'll just wait. I I got that in high def for the film. Oh my God. (laughs) I can't. I wish. She came to life after that sandwich. So dude, Dude, yeah. I've dreams, Sorry. big dreams. Yeah. By the way, Craig Thornley. Anytime I see him, I'm the same. I am the same way. I saw him at an airport. Gosh, going through customs after like I think he ran UTMB or something. I, I can't remember, but I saw him at an airport somewhere and basically it's like did he the same thing. It. He represents so much. Can help but you know? try to talk to yeah. him, and he's the nicest guy. And oh, yeah. took three or four minutes and chatted. So okay. I'm with you. All right, let's hear about the the deep gash race, the wound, the okay. battle wounds. I, I got to hear more details. Okay. It sounds oh. like this was a good experience for you. Was it? <laughs> okay. So, uh, Way Too Cool was like emotional, a celebration. You know what? Like, I am in this sport for longevity and for joy, and I don't need any external motivations. This is all something I so deeply care about. So that was way too cool. Gorge, I was like, I'm going to race, you know, and I need to feel that fire because I haven't felt it since last Western States and I need like to feel it again. And ultimately, I'm like a very competitive person. So it was pretty easy for me to flip that switch and be like, all right, now I'm ready to throw down. Um, So I will say (laughs) David Roach had a really tough uh, you know, a task at hand because he had to recover me from way too cool, which is actually pretty easy. I think I had like a day off cause I didn't empty the tank there, but, um, and then start the build for gorge again, and then taper me for gorge. And during that build, I was so sick, probably two weeks. Oh my gosh. I was a wreck. I was like snotty, all the things. I mean, I, took COVID tests. I don't even know. It was, it was a six year old. I guarantee damn it. Children. It's yep. true. So I was not, uh, I mean, but I did all the things. So I mean, I was not things I don't tell my patients to do, like I would not medically recommend, but I did all the things on the training plan, even though I felt like crap. Um, but I was like, I'll just get through this. I'm going to get through this. And it took like two weeks for me to actually feel better. So the week of the race, when I'm tapering for gorge waterfalls, 50 K, I, Finally, it was like Tuesday. I'm like, oh, finally, I feel better. I like, I don't need to take Flonase anymore. You know, um, I was had been a wreck. So um, that was really, really good because I felt as if I wanted to race hard. But I was also a little bit like, do I? Can I? Can I race hard? Like, what kind of a build did I have here? Um, anyway, so I go into Gorge, and I'm so happy because, like I said, I've been a part of Free Trail Community. It's been really fun. Um, and virtually meeting all these people on our Slack and just feeling really involved in that community. And so it's a race that they put on. So it was really fun and it was very social and wanted to see all the people that I've wanted to meet for so long. And it was really great. Um, so that was a big impetus for why gorge, but, um, I 
<laughs> so I go into the 50K knowing it's going to be really fast. I mean, Heather Jackson had signed up. She didn't raise it. But I knew that Meg Morgan, who had just come off a golden ticket at Black Canyon, raced super well. Um, I knew – anyway, there was like – I knew it was a deep field. And I wanted to not race them. I wanted to race me until the last like 10 miles, then I was going to race everybody else. That was my plan. Cause I wanted to like do my best day out there. So racing, racing yourself. Definitely had this, like, like Mar- fire, it's like, right? Like it's I was like, like Mario oh, Kart, you know, like the, the ghost guy in Mario Kart, you're racing yourself. Not, so you're not racing the course. You're just, I mean, tell me more about that phrase. I'm just interested. Yeah. Cause you're I, get, Throughout this process, you're getting, you're learning to trust your own body, and now it, you're racing yourself. I, I like this perspective. I'm just interested to hear more about it. So for me, especially in longer ultras too, um, it's that's definitely what you need to do in the beginning, um, in the first half at least, um, to race yourself because. I know I think of it as every section, your best self, right? So you're getting through every part of that and you've broken the race down and you're like, I'm going to get through that section as fast as I possibly can. Um, obviously you're pacing as well, but you're trying to push yourself. You're thinking about, yeah, you're thinking about you, your best self. And that goes for all people, whatever, you know, racing is, brings that out in you, which I love. Um, and it didn't, it did, wasn't there for way too cool. So that's why I was excited for it to be there for Gorge. Cause I had the fire of like, I want to throw down. Right. Um, and yeah, it was really interesting because I fell. So there's to put in perspective, there's, it's like raining lightly, but really cold and, um, like moss on all the rocks and slippery and super muddy and, I, anyways, it's a miracle I didn't fall more than once, to be honest. But I was on this descent. Um, let's see. I started with the climb. There's a big 1,400-foot climb in the beginning. And I let them go. I was like, I need to take this easy because I'm racing myself. And this, to me, is what my effort can do right now. And I don't want to kill myself on this climb. I know there's 5,800 5, feet of gain. I'll so kill myself on the descent. I'll kill myself on the descent. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, but, you know, honestly, if I kill myself on the descent – then like, who cares about the quads? It's only a 50K. You know, this isn't my mentality, okay? Um, and I won't wait to backtrack. I went and checked out that climb because it's the initial climb. The day before the race, my shakeout run was a 4.4 mile run with 1,500 feet of gain. And my coach was like, why did what? you do that? <laughs> and I was like, I took it really easy. And he's like, Katie, uh, you idiot, you know? Anyway, so uh, that was maybe do not Do you get smartest. nervous at the start lines? No, I get stoked. I'm like okay. all excitement. Yeah, yeah. No, even, I like even love first it. time back where you're like, like way too cool. Like I got to like test this leg. I don't even. I don't even know if this works in races still. You're, no, you're, you're yeah, excited. I was okay by then. Yeah, because okay. I wouldn't have raced if I had any sort of fear that my foot was compromised. It wasn't my foot. I, I had total trust in my foot. It was more of the fitness that I wasn't sure about. And that's why I did. I raced so conservatively. Okay. Um, so now I, you're, you're, you're trusting your body more for gorges yeah. and you're stoked Yeah. and you're being smart. But I'm being sounds smart. Like. Right. I'm trying to be sounds smart. Sounds like right? this like, is reasonable. Seems reasonable. Like let's not go up 1400 feet as hard as we can for the start. That's right. So now what do you do at the top? And then I just, 
freaking blow by everybody. It was great. Right. Not the first two women. So the first two women were like 40. So Meg, um, it was about 45 seconds, I believe ahead of me. Um, yeah. And, um, so she was 45 anyway. So they were, they were running together and it was really impressive. I will say, um, cause I never caught them. I never saw them again until there was a back and out, uh, out and back. And then I, then I saw them and was like, oh, shoot, I'm not going to be able to catch them. But um, there, so at the top of the hill, there was a 45 second gap. And um, one of the, you know, spectators told me and I was like, ah, cool. This is exactly where I need to be right now. Um, you know, third place, mile three, you know, <laughs> this is great. Uh, and with all the energy in the world. And so I just slowly, um, you know, kind of weighed my way. Not slowly. I like tried to go for it. I mean, I was racing hard. I was like, let's go. This is a 50 K. I don't have time to race easy. So I tried to run hard. Um, and about mile like five, I mean, it was really early in the race. I was on this, uh, descent and it was really muddy. And I was just like flew down the descent and there was like three or four guys behind me. And I just clipped a rock and, you know, like superwoman, like superman out, right? Um, into the like abdomen, just totally covered in mud. My entire body was covered in mud, like to the point, like my hands they were so caked in mud, I couldn't like touch my face or anything because I was there was so much mud on me, um, or get out any goose because I just was like, oh my god, I'm a mess. But after that, I just jumped back up and just kept on racing hard and tried to catch the guys that had just passed me because I didn't want to lose that train because it's always nice to have you know, a train behind you to push you or in front of you to push you. So I, uh, after well, I've, that, I've had that go like, wrong a few times yeah, though. They, yeah, they push your pace too hard. Too and, hard. Well, uh, you blow up. But. Yeah. And then I think there was a mental thing like, Oh God, I'm not like, I can't, there's something going on. And, and at that point it was worrisome about a half mile after the fall, I had this like, uh, just overwhelming amount of dread. There was like something going on. Like I felt out of body. I mean, there were at mile, what, like six? I mean, how many times do I run six miles? You know, like this is ridiculous. Why do I feel this way? I felt as if it was at mile 85 of a hundred miler. You know, so, I felt like kind of out of body, weird, a little dizzy, like just kind of like not you right. Went, like you went out too hard? No, like the fall. Okay. I, it wasn't. Okay, it was I the really fall. think it was the fall. So I think what happened, I think it was Do you hit your head at all? No, uh-uh. I think okay. it was the stress response. So I think it was yeah. my adrenaline, my cortisol. cortisol. I yeah. think it just surged. My heart rate was too high. I think, and I think I just wasn't paying attention to it. My, but my mind was like, just move on. And I had this massive puncture wound that I just wasn't paying any attention to. And um, I think my body was just like, chill the f out. Like you need to not. But I was like, go, go, go. You know. So I, I kept racing as literally as hard as my body would let me. I was like, let's go, like pick up the pace. Come on, you know? And my body was just like, not, it was just, I was moving slow over that terrain. I knew I was running slow, but I was like, I'm going to be able to make up for it. This will pass. This will pass. And I kept, um, just, do you have road rage ever? Just um, totally, totally just randomly <laughs> that, that I could just picture you like be behind the wheel. Like. Uh. <laughs> Oh, man, that's like tiny. So if I had road rage, it'd be like my neighbor. That would not be good. <laughs> um, so, so did you look down and see blood? I mean, and yeah, we're trying. That's not unusual for me, Rob. Come on. <laughs> and um, so you, you were like almost trying to mentally 
pump yourself up to not think about any potential injuries or, or it, you know, it was truly cortisol just like ripping I, through your body. I think that's what happened. I really do. Cause it was so early on the race. Like it was very strange and I had felt absolutely perfect before the fall. I felt totally fine. And then the fall happened. It was, it was so early in the race. And then the fell happened and I was like, what the heck is happening? That's, that's my theory. What I think happened because, um, and then it took a while. I mean, it wasn't until mile like 21, 22 until I was like, okay, hi, Katie. Good to have you back. Kind of a thing where I was like, <laughs> wow, um, I'm back. So then I was able to push hard and still couldn't catch second. And, uh, so basically it was kind of a dramatic day to be honest. I mean, I was like pushing hard all day and still didn't like still had this huge gap between one and two. And that was, that's hard to face when you're like literally giving your all you're going for the win and you just are losing time. Um, so that was hard. I will say that the last eight miles I felt really good. I mean, my last mile, I think my gap was like six thirty. That's great. That that's how I can end as 50 K cool. Like I'm happy with that. Um, but it was, you know, anyways, I will say it was just not the day that I had in my mind. Um, but again, another, you know, uh, reason to help me in the future for growing and learning. And that's, that helped a lot. I think if that something like that happens again, I wouldn't do anything different. I mean, I did that race the best I could and I moved as fast as I could over that train and I'm proud of that. So, you know, there so you go. If you, if you had run seven minutes faster, you would have won the race. No, uh, I would have gotten second. I think, second. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and how far off, uh, first place were you? Like, it can like way too far. She crushed Meg like Morgan. Half an hour I think she was like, no, I think like 11 minutes. Okay. Um, so if you had run, let's just say 10 minutes faster and, and right were, now. you know, took second place, uh, you know, a minute off, would, would your training have changed at all relative to where it is today? Or would you be doing the exact same thing? You know, maybe I'm going to be honest here too. My coach tells me what to do and I do it. I don't even, if you asked me what my total mileage was, I wouldn't even know. I just put it on my Google sheet from him because I don't put it all on Strava. Like I'm not going to put treadmill miles on Strava. That's stupid, you know, or like, I, I don't it, know. It is obnoxious it's that so I, dumb. I, I, yeah, yeah. Do you do it? You do it? Uh, no, I, I definitely have. Um, but I also use Strava to track miles, like a Google that's spreadsheet, it. essentially. That's um, it. And I used to do it. I used to do that because that's yeah, fun. I, I don't anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, but, how so, was the course? Uh, because the, this course went through an extreme... Wasn't there an extreme fire? Uh, I, I'm trying to recall. Yeah, so it used to be a golden ticket race, and then there was a big, huge fire, and we weren't, they lost their golden ticket status. But after, I mean, years and gosh, hundreds, probably thousands of hours um, of work on that trail from local groups, and it was able to come back. I mean, the, the trail is absolutely stunning. I mean, I can't, it was countless waterfalls we ran past. Absolutely. Wow. It, probably the most beautiful train I've seen 
and that sort of like lush green, like misty waterfalls. I mean, these waterfalls are like surging, just raging, right? Absolutely gorgeous from the amount of water we've gotten this year. Um, so, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Usually I like pay more attention to that. Like I feed off the the views and I get so pumped up about, but this race, I was like, just clinging on for dear life. Like usually I can say when I run by somebody, I'm like, great job killing it. And I'm like a happy runner. And this race, I was like, huh, like, good. Instead of saying like, good job. It's just like, good. In, in 200, in 200s, when I'm like 160 miles in, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll be of similar status there. Um, and I'll actually, I'll tell a pacer, like, I just don't have, Actually, this happens just at any point during a bad race for me. When I have to have the pacers say hi to people, I just don't have the energy. Totally. Or <laughs> like, like I feel move. so guilty. Like <laughs> I want I want to lift people up, but right now I'm not in that spot. Um. Yeah, that was me like the whole race after the fall. I swear. I was like, oh man. Uh. Anyway. Yeah, I'm just looking it up. So Caitlin McDaniel, who's a total rock star, uh, she got second. She beat me by six minutes. And I thought I was closing what, that gap. What do you, I didn't even what, look at the final time. So when you went through the finish line, were you happy? Were oh, you I was ecstatic. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, holy yeah. crap, I need a medical team? Um, I was like, just what? happy to be done. And like, I was so, okay. I was in awe. I couldn't wait to talk to Caitlin and Meg because I was like, wow, you guys threw down. And I just ran right into the arms of my husband and was like, we've been through so much. And it felt really good. I definitely feel the I like felt that competitive spirit and focus that I was going for, and that was the whole purpose of the day um, was to get that back. And I definitely got it back. <laughs> like I, I tried really, really hard. Um, and then yes, I like chatted them a little bit, and they were like, "All oh, like you're like you need to go to medic tent." I mean, I was covered in head to toe in mud and blood, <laughs> and like I was a wreck. So I went to the medic, and the medic was awesome and worked on me for a long time because he's like katie it's so deep and you have so much mud in there like and i'm like yeah 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 i'll prescribe myself antibiotics but like i don't want sutures and he's like uh, and i looked at it and i was like oh god this needs sutures so deep could you could you get your exoskin socks off or were they so caked like did they actually they come off your feet the exoskin I was able to get off. Uh, my okay, shoes, so it wasn't dried, but it, dried yet. Well, like the, mud the, was the exoskins still. were okay, but the shoes I couldn't untie them because they were just yeah, so. Yeah. I just cut the laces to be, get them off. Um, Shout out yeah. to Saucony for supporting yeah. this uh, muddy, bloody person. Um, Thank God. I mean, you know, I'm doing this I, anyway. Nothing I, would change really in my stoke for racing. I like um, sponsors that don't support like that that support talent and not necessarily like you know it fits our checks this box checks this box it's like just cool people that go crush it like regardless if they have a tendency of finishing with blood all over their body or not or not um, <laughs> i mean i'd love to change this reputation i'm not trying to be hurt i for the record like this week is kind of suck like i have this like oozing wound and I'm like have sutures I can't run I'm like shuffling around because it hurts to bend my knee I mean it hasn't been great so I'm definitely not encouraging people to <laughs> to yeah. do this um try not to break bones and to like have these masks it's really gross actually and I'm looking at it oh god anyway so I'm so glad yeah. this isn't a video call I know so I know. glad we did audio only 
Oh. I mean, I'll take a picture of you and send it to you after. Don't no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, can can you tag me? Can you do a stories and just tag your just wound tag as training so for I, all? I put like a very G-rated picture on my Instagram oh. because I was like, I don't want to. I like cleaned it really well and was like, I don't need people don't need to see it like oozing. But yeah, I was like, look, it's improved. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So it's been a journey. Follow, follow Katie on Insta, like uh. ooh, fun, all the fun here. <laughs> No, we're changing um, this, Rob. Watch out. Next time, I'm going to get through Western states just like, you know, thriving. That's what's going to happen. Oh, I know you will. I, I know you will. <laughs> on one on one oh, gel. I'm going to show up and blow up and just like give every ounce of myself and cross the finish line vomiting or something. <laughs> you, anyway. I could see you. I don't see it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. I, I do give my all, so, except for way too cool. That was the one, the one exception. But usually I'm like, whew, like this last race, I really tried, man. I tried really, really, really freaking hard. So, you know, that's all we you, can do in this sport. Are you just doing training, like the training camp and then calling it? Because like, I don't know if I was your coach, I'd be like, yeah, let's not push this. Um, she's going to probably kick some more rocks or do something if she races again yeah are you, do, are you doing another like 50k like I a 50 do bishop high sierra though i heard that they might have to postpone it because of all the snow um but bishop high sierra is just a local race and here that i raced last year and it's just a really good primer because it's a you know fast you, get, and, you get two and a half months so yeah it's enough time i in i'm just joking about not trusting you on another race if yeah that's why i'm not a coach so. um <laughs> but that's okay do you think I, western I states <laughs> western states in 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 23 here uh they're gonna have some snow issues right i mean yeah western states is, gonna be nuts i love this sport so much because there's always like drama like exciting interesting things happening i just like always like the people that show up, the people that throw down the random ballers that come and just dominate. It's so fun. This year is going to be, I mean, Courtney's trying to go for the course record. We have all these people that are showing up trying to throw down for the first time, which will be really exciting. We have more golden ticket races and there's just more just studs that are going to be out there and there's going to be 40 people that can win, you know, I mean, maybe with Courtney, maybe that can get second, you know, um, we'll see. But I think that it's going to be really, really fun because the snow is going to slow down the course. So I'm really curious how Courtney's going to handle that because I know she wants that course record. I am going to race myself, um, again until forest Hill. And then I'm going to start really pushing and then I'm going to throw down the last 20 miles. That's the plan. <laughs> Same plan last year, but you know, this time I'm going to execute that. <laughs> I mean, so. you've, you've done incredibly well. So, uh, I, I trust, you know, yourself well enough and how to, how to handle that race. Um, I'm fascinated that you are going to do CCC afterwards. I think that's amazing and the combination of western states and then like a utmb or ccc you know i was interested in it previously but you know after this film work i'm like completely fascinated because guys like jim wamsley and then courtney's a good example like trying to do those both in the same year as like the double 
it's fascinating at at your guys high elite level it's it's a challenge that i don't know i i I don't think many people uh have nailed down yet so tell me more about your pick on ccc following you know western states um well it was my pick this year that was the plan was western state ccc i had my airbnb booked um my flights it was the whole family's coming out um and then i broke my foot so that didn't end up happening uh which is fine because actually the day of the race is when we closed on our house uh because we didn't know we were moving to mammoth so a lot of things changed in my life so i was planning on ccc last year and now this year i'm like all right it's happening it's definitely happening but i will say there's a little bit of like i don't ever want like for me the a race is western states and so i don't I don't want there to be any subconscious holding back from, you know, from giving my all at Western States uh, because, you know, I want to save some of myself for CCC. So, yeah, I will empty myself entirely at Western States and give it my all. And I feel like I know that course pretty well now. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping for a really good race at Western States. And then the plan is for me to fly out a week early before my husband and the kids and my mom's going to come to CCC, too. So, That'll be fun. So she'll help out with the kids also. And um, I'm going to take um, some time off work and do it. Uh, use all it's my vacation. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, it's awesome and out there. I'm pumped. Seriously. I've only been once. Have you been there? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I ran CCC oh, sick. in 17, 18. And uh, yeah, my wife and I went out there uh, last year. And I, I just did film. And we took like a whole week and just savored Chamonix and, and yeah, it, it was amazing. So do, I think that's very wise. Huts? Do you know about these huts that are on the course of CCC? Yeah, I, I haven't. Um, <laughs> I think Rick Steves has uh, explored those more than me, but I, I've, <laughs> I've seen them on uh, TV. <laughs> Dude, um, I want to do that. I was talking to Abby Hall about it because I have my my Airbnb um, yeah. that's supposed to be the week before. And then she's like, you don't want to keep leaving and going back to Cormier. You're going to want to stay out there. Just stay in the yeah. huts. And I'm like, oh my God, I might not even do the race. And I'll just like <laughs> <laughs> have my own little vacay at these huts, going hut to hut. That Very good amazing. wine or whatever. I mean, it's it's <laughs> depending on what region you're in. Um, yes. You, you yes. should reach out to, yeah, there's a few people. I think Marianne Hogan did that. Um, she did a course tour of all UTMB. It was like three weeks prior to the actual UTMB race or two weeks or something. Yes. Yes. Um, I know. I want to do that. Honestly, it's hard for, to plan all that right now. I'm like, that's going to be post-Western stance. I'll figure all that out. Um, so, sounds like an awesome plan so far yeah. and enjoy the next, you know, month or so. Hopefully you have a little bit of downtime before you re-ramp and get in shape for that little race or two before you team or before Western States and can't wait to see how your year unfolds, but I'm Thanks, sure you'll, man. you'll, you'll keep it interesting. You'll keep That's it exciting. <laughs> I mean, I would love to be more boring. Let's be real, <laughs> but um, you know, just I'm living life fully. That's definitely a good statement. And I wouldn't want it any other way because I'm learning in the process and that's the point. Well, stay in touch. Where can people follow you on social media to watch just the, the craziest craziness of your day-to-day life? Like you getting hit in the 
shins with hockey sticks and all kinds of fun <laughs> stuff. Gosh, um, I am on Katie. What is my Instagram? KT underscore Azmuth. Um, is my Instagram. That's really all. I'm not on Twitter or anywhere else, but Instagram, I try and stay active. Awesome. Um, yeah, I check it probably once every couple of days. So well, DM me because I love, love, love. I've actually, it's been really positive for me uh, to re- like be a part of this bigger trail running community. You know, you feel like you're a part of something bigger than just yourself. And that's been really, really fun. I feel like there's something, something growing, something brewing even more than when I first started trail running. It's like becoming even more exceptional, like the relationships that have been built. And um, yeah, the stoke for the, 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 for trail running has been really fun. Awesome. So, yeah. That's Thanks great to hear. Me. And yeah, we'll, we'll stay in touch. We'll have you on. Maybe you can help co-host another episode sometime when you, when you get a free moment. So thanks for making the time and yeah, Yeah. thanks. Thanks for sharing your past six months or or, yeah, gosh, it's been more than that. Appreciate catching up. All right, Rob. Have a good one. Thank you. Now is my episode with Katie Asmuth. Hope you enjoyed it. Shout out to Exoskin and Tannery Outdoors. Here's a little sneak peek of some music that will be in Marianne Hogan's film coming here soon. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening and really appreciate all you guys' support. Don't forget to enjoy your training. The clock is ticking at midnight. I keep on watching the time pass by. But I just can't walk away. Just can't walk.